0: We're now tuned in to episode, <laughs> to episode 105 of Not Politically Correct. It's your boy, McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny, a.k.a. FBI Mike, a.k.a. Hip Hop Harry, a.k.a. Hallway Jones, because your bitch got a ringtone, and I know at some point it was me. You can find me at Rima on Twitter all the time, Rimm KPZ, and like once a month, twice a month on Snapchat, Rimm Rebel. Cody?
1: Hi, I'm Cody. Russell. Oh,
2: Russell Sprouts <laughs> no I'm Russell Um, <laughs> Russ the barman aka Teddy Russ aka Smooth Fingers aka K-Universal aka Schoolworks Q aka The Progenitor aka Russ the Bus and then you Can Find Me On <laughs> You Can Find ch- Me On the chatty's a snapped ass or on IG at Candy Computer C-A-N-D-I-D underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y
0: Idiot.
2: Idiot
0: Exactly <laughs> Well, with that being said You can also find us at a couple of different places We have our Facebook group And you can find us there at Not Politically Correct Podcast You can join that group and be a part of all the shenanigans um, We have a Facebook page at NPC Podcast which You, you can like that you know, I'm, I'm good at sure that's good for like internet numbers or something in like the magical internet world. Um, we are on Twitter at NotPCPodcast, um, and you can also find us on anything that you can listen to shit on. So from SoundCloud to your podcast app, to Spotify, to Spreaker or Spreaker, excuse me, um, <laughs> Google Play, all of that except title. Yeah. They don't like us. Um, you can find us not there. On Ruby, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just just search uh not politically correct, and you can you know listen to us there and. Figure out how cool we are. Um, but now, on another note, it's time for sp- bury sports. the bee.
1: <laughs>
0: sports. That's what we're doing now.
1: Okay. Well, as you guys know, we are based in Wisconsin. Wait. Ah. Uh-huh. Shut him up, quick. Don't <laughs> tell us where you're from. We're based in Wisconsin. We originally mm. in Wisconsin. Um,
0: <laughs> Headquarters.
1: Jonathan. It? I saw Jonathan Taylor uh, for the Indiana Indianapolis Colts, got 100 yards, 100 plus scrimmage yards and one rushing touchdown in eight consecutive games. That's ties the most single season record since 1950. And I was like, wait, 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 hold up. Is that our Jonathan Taylor? And I looked it up and true sure, shit, he was the... Used to be uh, playing for the Wisconsin Badgers. Oh,
0: wow.
2: Um,
1: also, not the kid from Home Improvement. That's not okay. Johnson Taylor <laughs> I was gonna, Thomas. That's exact.
2: Just going to say, like, yeah. Uh, right,
1: <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sack. <of> the <laughs> um, So, as soon as Adrian Peterson got signed to the Titans, um, he, they dropped him. And I don't know really why at all, but the Seahawks Probably picked him, him up. <laughs> Because Newton's laws of don't lift up heavy guys.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's exciting because you're kind of in an essence, like, delayed the replacement of Marshawn Lynch to Adrian Peterson. Mm -hmm. Although AP is pretty old. I mean, he still somewhat has it, but we'll see. Time was hell. I don't feel good. (laughs) Leroy Butler is getting inducted in the Packers Hall of Fame.
0: Well,
1: oh. okay. I thought I right. actually thought he was already. Sorry, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There was a picture of a Packer player on there. Oh, that's Leroy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> He's a semifinalist. Um, for all of you uh, idiots that don't know, he invented the lambo leap. Um, let's see. And I'm apologize because I don't know this man, but I saw today that Demarius Thomas. NFL star wide receiver for he played uh, for the Broncos. Had passed away at age 33. They found him dead at his place of living, of deading. I'm sorry, that was really
2: ill-timed joke. So it was death. Um, yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. Um, did they release information as to how he died or anything?
1: I didn't see anything yet. I don't know if it was. I feel like usually when you see something like that, it's suicide, which kind of relates to, uh, I forget his name, but there was a, a Vikings player that I think, I don't know if there's a domestic abuse thing or if it was just that he had a handgun and was reckless or something like that, but he, cops were at his place or like outside. And he was unwilling to come out. And I'm like, oh, boy, you know how this is going to go. And mm-hmm. I'm glad it didn't go that way. He right. eventually walked out and was not harmed by them.
2: That's good.
1: Yeah. And Semi, speaking of of, baseball, of football, no, um, well, I guess that is full. Thing. Okay, anywho, I'm not feeling well. Deion Sanders. <laughs> Is coaching the Jackson State football team and they won the SWAC championship after an 11 and 1 season. That's nice. their first conference crown since 2007.
0: Nice. Well, that's good for them. Good for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Good for them. Um, USA Basketball has announced that Steve Kerr will replace Greg Popovich as Team USA's next head coach. Hmm. I think that's a pretty fair trade.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that
1: they're both pretty good. I'm worried a little bit just because like, Steve crews is a good coach, but sometimes he gets a little too—I won't say friendly, but like, I mean, he he knows his goals on target and stuff like that. Sometimes they goof off, you know. But I feel like too, if you have a team that does nothing but score 200 points a night, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> so, you know,
1: why would you not want? You know,
0: right? Honestly, like, hey, okay.
1: <laughs> um. Our man, Tia, went to the Bucks game last night, Friday night. Um, in Houston, they played the Astros. They did not play the Astros. Holy shit, I'm not feeling <laughs> well. Um,
0: Cody had the The flu.
1: Texans. The Rockets. Rockets. The Rockets. Yeah, the and Rockets. Giannis, Giannis, that game, made history by um, having the most blocks in Bucks history. And he has now has 105 blocks.
0: Total? Yeah. Hmm. Total career? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. 12
1: through with the bucks. That was
2: just <laughs> yesterday. Nah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's pretty
1: good. That's what's up. Elsa saw, scrolling through Facebook, it said, remember Glenn Robinson? He averaged over 20 points per game in eight of his first nine years in the NBA. Underrated. So I saved that to read out loud to remind you guys that that's Russell's cousin or uncle or something like that.
0: He Wait, cousin. Wait, really?
1: Yeah, yeah he Glenn said Robinson.
0: That. I did, not, I did not know that.
1: He is a big dog. <laughs> wow! Um, and this just in, um, but it's not news because it's nothing new. Uh, Steph Curry is a beast. <laughs> he uh, in nineteen games he has a hundred threes. That is nuts. Speaking of nuts, <laughs> some music guys have some. Uh,
2: Anderson
1: Jackie and
0: <laughs> music guy have <having> no. That's <laughs> I just want to let y'all know that Cody has swine flu, apparently. So that's what's going on there.
1: Steph Curry's good with the threes, you know, it was a good trio, not Silk
0: Sonic, because they're a duo. <laughs> you know, they're, they're actually a band, but that's uh,
2: neither here nor there. Um,
0: Are they not a duo? Th- not well. Technically, yes and no. The real just niggas just getting, getting paid, is, paid no. is,
2: is the main people. That, and, the rest of yeah. niggas don't count. Okay, right. right. well. who else is in there? <laughs> uh, some 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 guys that play instruments. Also,
1: and oh, Mr. Jefferson. In, in addition to Ampersand so. <laughs> Silk and Sonic.
0: A uh, Silk and, and <laughs> Sonic. And <company. laughs> um, so earlier this year, uh, the post was getting. <laughs> Write that down for the title. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was gonna say it, but I don't wanna put it into the actual recording cody has swine flu uh earlier this year the public was given a pleasant surprise when superstars uh when superstar bruno mars announced that he and aftermath signee uh anderson Pac formed the group called silk sonic and that they actually locked in and made an album the group formed after Pac opened up about opened up for bruno mars for the 24 karat magic tour and from there, and doing work together with uh, Nile Rodgers and uh, Sheik's latest album, <clears throat> it started as a joke. And then the funk legend Bootsy Collins named them after hearing Leave the Door Open. So through all of that, we have been giving the Groovy an evening with Silk Sonic album. But how good is this nine-track offering? So before I do my usual, you know, go through my usual rhythm and roll, Cody, how do you feel about this album? Um, so I
1: feel like this sounds negative, but I'm not trying to make it negative. It's a good album. I wish it were longer. I feel like the hype oh, was said. too high, though. I mean, just for like a short little EP or something, and then you get like, I don't know, my preference, there's like two or three good songs that really stood out to me. Mainly two, not like the others are bad, except for a smoking windows thing or something or other. But smoking window. Um, yeah. The the, the one was a yeah smoking mirrors. Um, uh, fly as me. Um, that one's really cool and really reminds me of like nostalgic, you know, funk old stuff. So yeah, but
2: uh, I
1: don't know. I just hope they don't end up, like, other people that do stuff like this and then they never come out with a second album. So, we'll see on that. Anywho, I don't know, eight? Okay, okay, that's
0: fair, that's fair. Out of 13? Yeeks! Those numbers, uh,
2: um,
0: okay, okay, I feel that. Russ, what'd you think about it, man? Okay, um...
2: (laughs) So, I'm a fan of of Pac's music. Uh, The last couple albums he's done has kind of been in heavy rotation. in one of my playlists for a while, It's like him, BJ the Chicago Kid, and um, a couple of other cats. Um, Cindy (laughs) Lauper. Yeah, no, it's not that type of uh, playlist. Um, Bruno was never really someone I would listen to, like, honestly. Like, he was never, like, a a choice. He had a couple of mainstream songs that I, I wouldn't skip because I thought they were decent, like um, Grenade, uh, 24K, Magic, uh, Uptown Funk. And it was a slow song that I can't remember the name of. Don't say later. Like, but he wasn't really a mainstay in any playlist of mine. But um, I honestly thought this whole album was uh, a smooth listening from uh, beginning to end. Um, not much to really say. i give it maybe like an 8.5, 8. 8.9, somewhere in there. Um, I'm a real stickler on chords and chord progressions. And many times on this album, I caught myself doing the, the what they call the musician's sang face and having to rewind to catch a chord and yep, yep. see how it was used in the song, um, which is kind of Bruno's fort, his um, chord progressions, um, because he is a, a, a dope musician. Him and Pac um, yep. are both dope musicians. You can
1: tell so, they were really trying to emulate the past, and I don't think they failed in that.
2: Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a good, um, um, uh, cause a lot of Pac's, um, songs to me are kind of trying to mix the old with the new. And for the most part, I think he does a pretty good job. There are some songs that are like more new age or more older and the, the mix doesn't quite work, but the song somehow still does. And I think that's kind of just how Pac does his thing. Um... But, yeah, I I thought they they did a real good job. Um, I do hope they do another album and we get to explore um, more of what they're trying to do. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was actually pretty good.
0: Okay. That's fair. That's actually all very fair things, a very fair kind of, (laughs) like, statement. So I I can feel feel y'all going with that. Well, let's get into it. In the night. (laughs) Um, so for me, the one of the first main things about this album that I did like a lot um, was the nostalgic vibe. Okay, so this album, <laughs> this album is <laughs> this album is. Sorry, born... I just heard you go. What you doing? Where you at? Where you got plans? <laughs> Don't be a dick, Cody. That's why you're sick. Um, This album. Where would you wait a second? <laughs> yes i applaud this
2: um
0: no this album is born out of those two mega star mega musicians um spending time together and in the midst of their like classic funk like artists like vibe so from 24 karat magic tour which the album itself is a trip down memory lane in terms of the sound um to working with neil rogers at abbey abbey road studios everything surrounding this experience was rooted in classic music making so the sound in in is everything classic and it does remind me of being like a shorty like running around the living room while my dad played you know his records and like classic like parliament and funkadelic or can function <laughs> y'all probably don't even know who the fuck that is low key of course yeah. they do that's schoolhouse around can function function what's your junction? no they yeah. did love train
2: Yeah, Train.
0: yeah love train yeah, love train. yeah love train. I, you mm. know what's crazy I didn't realize that they did Love Train. I was uh stuck on uh oh my god. Now now for now now it slipping me. I'm talking about niggas don't know um um put love on your mind. Let me mm-hmm. put love on baby. That was my shit growing up. My dad used to play the fuck out that record. Yeah. Maybe safe and warm. I ain't going to get into it. Listen. So Confunction and Parliament like that type that this album reminded me a lot of Confunction and I was just like, "Damn, this is um, I feel it. Um, and more so what this music does is is put you if you have those same type of child memories tied to this music of something rooted in nostalgia which is one of my favorite things about music the, we, the reason I'm so good with dates and things like, of that nature is because I connect everything to music and I remember okay so this album came out for, uh, April of 96 and so if I was hearing this music and I was listening to this album and I know I had that because I had diarrhea that week at school <laughs> shut up cody
2: cody's irritated. (laughs) cody's be something you want to forget
0: exactly i would actually be like drinking drinking it (laughs) away
2: um
0: okay so but but that's like one of my favorite things about music is like how it connects to nostalgia and so that's this album is just it does something for me i like that i like that um instrumentation man live instrument like live instruments are the heart of this music, man. Like, the realistic swing and everything from the drums and the percussions to where the bass moves and lands in and out on these records is insane, man. Take the drumming and put on a smile. Like has, like, this rapid speed up towards the end of every chorus. Or this crazy, like, the crazy electric guitar melody that zaps us in uh, 777. Or 777, however you want to say that. Um, Not to... (laughs) Not to even mention call it upside down L's right, exa- <laughs> three L's, lots of losses. That's what you are gonna call that record. Um, sideways uh, sharks, ex- <laughs> sideways. Larry loses lots <laughs> <laughs> <No, laughs> But uh, that okay. Write that down. Sideways sharks, um, please. Um, so not to mention the way the bass carries us on, on that song in particular. Um, I love everything about the first twenty five seconds of Fly Is Me. Because that the lush layering of sounds is so wild, man. This whole album is what an old head might, in fact, uh, um, take his hat off to, or raise his hats to, as they wave their canes at trap music. This is an amazing mm-hmm. feat. This is an amazing feat in what people don't do much anymore with the advent of Pro Tools and Logic and Computer Dolls, digital audio mm-hmm. workstations, for those of you who don't know, or may, may have never used them. This album shows that skills in music and being trained or at least well practiced in that makes for some of the best sounding records period period. So even when semicolon <laughs> So even when like Russell's like describing like the chord progression and shit like like you you get tapped into you get to hear some of the stuff that you might not hear in a basic structure of but you can don't get me wrong you can do all of that stuff if you master Pro Tools and all this, you can do a lot of that shit with just all the tools and everything inside those um, programs. So don't, I'm not taking anything away from a Kanye West or a, 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 a Jess Blaze or somebody, you know, because they can do this shit. They dev- And they've proven time and time again that they can do that shit. And they can mix in that shit with the live instrument. So, you know, it's not that it can't be done, but when it's done naturally, when it's done from the hip, when somebody's actually holding that that bass guitar, playing those drums or you know, you know, blowing those horns, pause, uh, this shit just makes for better, a better overall experience, in, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know, I just uh, really, I really, uh, I liked that in, in terms of what it, what it gave to the record. So song structure. So something that is one of my favorite things about this album overall is how these records are built and laid out. OK, so from the slight intros and songs like Blast Off or Leave the Door Open to the bridges and the refrains in songs like Skate and uh, Put on a Smile. These are all magical moments. Structuring like that helps to make songs, even ones that you've heard over and over, a little bit unpredictable. OK, and. Every time it feels like a new experience to mm. this is for me, for me. Because there are certain things that you catch, in you know, like like Russell said, you gotta run, you gotta stop, you hear something, you gotta run and go back. There are certain things that you catch when you have songs like that that have seven, six, seven different like transitions and shit like that, that you catch on the second go-around. It's not, I, I like to say this, I hate when songs have two different beats. Like, I hate when rappers, and they really started this like a decade ago, like they really, really got into to this thing where rappers will just change the beat mid-record. And it'll be like one song, but it's two different beats. Or, or, or you'll have a rapper's album. Drake is notorious for this. Fucking Schoolboy Q. Fucking Kendrick. It, it really picked up this <clears throat> the past decade where niggas will have a song. It'll be track seven. And track seven will be called like Prescription slash Oxymoron. Fucking Schoolboy Q. Those are two separate songs. You could have separated. That could have been track seven and eight. But for some odd reason, you felt Put the them you felt the <laughs> fucking urge to be annoying and make a six-minute track to be some type of cool artist. I'm not knocking Schoolboy Q. I love Schoolboy <laughs> school Q music. But I love I don't like... The song Prescription is okay. But it's not like... as in such a different song than Oxymoron, which is one of my favorite Schoolboy Q songs. When that so- song come on, I want to jump out the fucking window. It's like it's like that type of amp. It's like so, so amp. And so we have this thing in rap, which lacks a lot of the times full-blown musicians great artists, amazing artists, but not people who are really trained in music. They're more writers, mm-hmm. they're more poets, they're, you know what I'm saying, great storytellers. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times in rap, you have these things where people aren't good at structuring music and they have these ideas where they just slap two songs together and they make it seem like, oh, this is this should be like this, <coughs> this is really good art. That's annoying. Right. That is annoying. Absolutely right. fucking annoying. I hate when y'all do that. And so when you have an album like this where there's actually uh. Uh, moments where things shift and they transition purposefully, and there's thinking through and there's thought through. and we're gonna take this drum out, we're gonna move this beat, we're gonna speed this up. We're gonna you're doing it through, like you said, a chord progression and things like that, bro. This album reminds me that song structure and being trained in record making and music making will never orchestration. orchestration there you go. It never it, that will never be oh that will never not be necessary in the in in the grand scheme of music because what we don't do is we don't give hip-hop producers enough credit for the shit that they do they make these records that we love so much bounce and give us what what we need they make these beats that these rappers can come, come in and they tell their great stories to but without that producer doing this part of his job nothing would nothing would exist so um i said all that to say this um you have the, the, the song structure and it, it, every time it's, a, it's like a, an experience because you, the songs never sound the same, dude. So then in songs like Leave the Door Open, there's this like tonal change where the chords seem to like go up in melody. This is just so wonderful to hear that as a listener, you end up being very impressed. And that is something that you cannot lie about. I feel like you can't like you can't say that what they're doing here musically isn't amazing overall this is a great piece of music um what what Pac and Mars have managed to create together is a peak example of good it's a peak example of good music the the songwriting and the live instrumentation in this is something that low-key might be missing in music today now I would be lying if I said that I would realistically naturally wanted to repeatedly listen to this or on the regular listen to this okay for as good as this album feels you know the satire amount or the satire element of the entire thing which if for those of you don't know i didn't pick up on that until this, this most recent single um uh smoking out the window with this bitch got me paying the- like i didn't realize what was going on and then i heard it and then i realized people were talking about it like they're they are do- they're do emulating the sound but they're also doing it in a in a kind of in an homage but also in a funny way in a way that's like <laughs> this this these songs are so clear type shit that i'm just saying some player act- like it, it it's it's definitely an actual album but there's some satire in these records even if you go back to um leave the door open um, he's saying when some of the shit that like Pac says is like, if you hungry, I got fillets. Like, he's not, it's, 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 <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying what they're doing is not full on funk music, but it's, it's some, there's some <clears throat> jokes within this about how not smooth or how smooth these motherfuckers making these records used to be. And I think there's, there's some satire. If you like, if you just kind of like peruse the internet and, you, and shit, you'll find out that it looks like that that might have been a key element. What they were trying to do is that the, like they do appreciate these records but they also found some funny in making these records um but the satire element of the entire thing and the old vibe is an appealing moment i said i said that that word many times in this review magical moments but it's not something that i would think to regularly listen to it um it seems dated for as good as it is because of the classic 70s funk elements which is go- it's going to i feel the same way about this that i felt about kendrick lamar's to pimp a butterfly it's great it's definitely a feat but it's not something that i'm regularly going to come back to um it's not something that i'm gonna put on and be like yeah i'm gonna goddamn i'm gonna go bump that kendrick Lamar. i'm not doing that every day i'm not gonna do and i'm not do- with, with with silk sonic with this album first two days i was listening to it and i was like this is really good this is really good and now once a week i'll be like i think i want to hear like three records off of this real quick and i don't want to hear this the whole nine track i just want to hear i just want to feel that funk real quick boom and then i'm gonna go back to what i was doing um so for that i give this a solid eight it's not bad but outside of, of like background music or like memories that may be attached to this i would not Actively be coming back to this. Don't get me wrong, though. While it may not be a solid 10 for me, the Sonics on here are definitely as smooth as Silk. So there we go. There you go. That's my music review for this week. Solid 8. Man, um, I feel like we're making... uh, This is going to be the shortest episode we ever did. Okay, all right. Um, And now it's time for... wrtle all right
2: uh, <laughs> so first shout outs I um, not gonna name any um mm-hmm. honestly you should know by now who's giving deals in your neighborhood or local entities that that really warrant your support so you know for back to your community your friends your loved ones and And try to pay full price if you're able to just to be a blessing to them in this season. Um, That's what I try to do, especially for people that I know uh, make a a living or it's part of their livelihood um, to sell their products. And they they have um, good and quality products. I try to pay full price and pay more if that's um, um, an option without messing up their business, because. By doing so, you can mess up um, certain things for their booking and stuff like that. But for the most part, I try to pay full price or extra if I can to really show them that I support them. Um, Giving free advertisement never costs anything. So uh, promoting their stuff on different social media platforms or (laughs) if you have a website, you can set them down there as far as a link and stuff like that. Just little things to support the people that um, you do have a connection with.
0: Well. Excuse me. That is, that is funny that you say that because I actually, uh, I'm Mm. trying to find a friend my right now. Hold on a second. That I actively, actually actively buy his shit like all the time. So I have a friend in Milwaukee, man. Um, for those of you, y'all, y'all may, y'all may have, y'all may know him, um, as an MC. Y'all also may know him as, um. A uh, 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 clothing designer, but uh, so we all know his, name, his real name is Jabari, but um, he has been he has for the few years gone by uh, Brave B R V E, um, and he's been designing clothes. Man, um, the Brave real Elite line is fucking fire, bro! It's fucking fire, like no, like dead ass, dead ass fire. Like uh, like I I didn't realize it. That I actually have about four pieces from this man. Man, I got hoodies. I got this one pink joint that was mad, mad, just mad cold. Like I got about four, four pieces from this man's little collection, bro. That I was like, dude. I looked up one day and I'm like, I might have more, more pieces of of clothing from him than I do any other designer, any Nike, anything like that, man. Um, but yeah, his shit is like, his shit is is so dope, man. It's so uh, amazing to to really, really, like, once you look at, like, how he does, because he actually does, like, bought, like, a fucking, I don't know what the machine you would call it, like, a a sewing machine, whatever the fuck, but this man actually has, like, shit where he stitches shit into the clothing, man, I, it's one of my favorite, um, literally my favorite brand, and I didn't think that, it, it took moments for me to realize, like, how, Much I liked his shit from his hoodies, all this shit, man. Nigga, not a a nigga doing (laughs) I don't mean the black man is doing pants, hats, fucking uh, uh, like the regular like jogger fits, like, like, uh, man, anything like the you know, the the coats you wear when you walk in them, they make their (laughs) that type of shit, like the fucking starter jackets, all that shit, man. He is doing this shit on so many different levels, man. So, shout out to Jabari, man, um, for all this or Brave. As you might know, and all the shit that he does, man, and um, and if y'all really have the opportunity, go to his store online, the bravery, the bravery, um, elite store. Now you can find his link on his Facebook. You find him, um, but I think the link is actually oh, perfect. So the bravery that's spelled T H E B R V E R Y takes the A out of brave and bravery. Um, dot store. You go there. He got all his shit, man. And he got some winter fall, fall collections up right now, man. The man is fire, bro. So I just, uh, born, born, um, I don't know if he's born, I know he is a trend, Midwestern for sure, but, um, def, definitely a, a Milwaukee and everything he does, man, is putting on for the city. Um, and so the shit is, uh, shit's fire, man. Shit's fire. So y'all, y'all want to support somebody? Go pour, support the homie uh the brave man he 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 with this uh this fashion shit man for real so that's my little bit for the for this
2: week all right <laughs> <laughs> so that being said let's talk about hitler, oh. hitler <laughs> exceedingly-
0: i'm just playing I'm okay just playing, wait playing. i was like wait a minute <laughs> hold on hold on <laughs> i was like i'm, gonna, I'm going to retire the, from this spot now
2: <laughs> <laughs> no i'm serious uh but seriously um the last few weeks, you know, as I usually do, uh, even amidst the recording of our last podcast, there have been so many things like flooding my timeline, my stories, newsfeed, et cetera, on multiple platforms I honestly really just uh, seem to be too much. <laughs> Constant arguing, um, the, the many different comparison posts. Um, damn near full nudity on most of these uh, platforms where there's not technically supposed to be. Um, just a lack of moderation, um, a lack of gentle manly behavior, uh, lack of class, lack of morality. I feel like we keep coming back to this cycle in a circle. Take that TSU bitch. No, it's not. (laughs) Um, I digress. Uh, I recently took time to kind of pull away from social media, um, not altogether, but to kind of limit, uh how much time I spend up there. Like, um, I usually go up there and just share something or um, go up there just to, to talk with you guys. Um, and so I really just focused on not giving in to the attention-seeking monsters that I usually uh, reactionarily validate. Um, I literally had to talk to myself like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? Like, how is this benefiting me? How is this improving me? Uh, is what I'm doing the best I could be doing with my time, does, does this better me at all? Um, and I, I had to, to really think about like, you know, what would, what should I be doing better with this time? And it was said, uh, sleeping, um, no, <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. Low, low
2: key uh, though. <laughs> <laughs> but no, sleeping is, is definitely um, something that's important. But it had me questioning a lot of things that were just in my head rattling around that I didn't give time for consideration. Um, so here's a good question for you both: What is one thing, person, etc., that you feel is overrated but everyone seems to hype up?
0: Oh man, uh, who? I mean, first of all, so social media. Drake. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well,
2: no. Um, I, I kind of knew that would be your answer, Cody. Oh man,
0: uh, um, freaking Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> hold
2: on, man. Why do you gotta?
0: Nah, um, I feel it. Uh, <laughs> no, I think social media is definitely the one where people hype up is Instagram. Um, I think it's just, it, um, damn, it's it's so much. And I remember, I'm getting to a point where I'm a lot less grumpy. Cause I had a moment where I was just like, a, I feel like I was, I was going to like my grumpy old man stage, and I've dialed it back. But um, it, it, social media was definitely up there on my y'all niggas hype this shit up too much. I, I think, um, <laughs> also, 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 and this is coming from somebody that's in a relationship, loves, loves my woman dearly. I think marriage is something that is a little too oversold. I'm not saying being in a relationship with somebody or that unity or eternal unity isn't is a, a monogamous, being in a monogamous relationship is that. I'm saying that the, the things that people, put upon not only ourselves or upon others about needing to be married married or um actively in some type of like commitment is a little overrated i think um we got to stop doing that to ourselves because you get people who want to be in relationships just to have a wedding and or say that they're somebody's spouse which i don't think i always thought the objective was to be in a healthy have a healthy connection with somebody and then the marriage and shit comes out of that you know again i'm not i'm not opposed to marriage i don't think marriage is bad necessarily or anything like that you know i do plan on being married but i think that it's oversold in terms of what it really is or what it really represents or what it really means and that's something that i really really think we have to reevaluate what we're doing it for because i know people that we all know people that really want to get married just because they want to be a wife or because they want to be a husband, not because they're willing to do the, the work that it takes to be somebody's spouse, somebody's significant right. other. The type of the type of and I've and I've learned this over, you know, the years, the type of commitment and the type of growth and the type of like listening and active listening, not just listening until so you can get your point across. Like actively thinking about actively hearing and understanding what's coming out of somebody else's mouth. That's a, a mm-hmm. skill that I'm not even amazing at yet and but it's something that you worked towards Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and so i think that marriage is definitely the thing that i think um a little over people people hype it up people get people get too they too over zealous about it but not ready to do the work that it takes to properly have one of those things called marriage marriages Mm. so
2: i i agree with you um i think the concept of marriage is overhyped one, because people go into it, like you said, for the wrong reasons, but because um, also, people don't understand what marriage is. Marriage is an institution for a reason. Um, it's not a a symbol, it's not a badge, it's not an achievement type of thing. It's a, and I'm, I mean, I've, I've heard people kind of refer to it as, but it's, it's a business. It's a business where you have a partner working with you to develop something. Um, <clears throat> it is a business where you are responsible as a steward over the other person. Um, that's if you if you listen to what the the actual marriage vows are. Um, it says nothing about really. Um, It doesn't focus on the love aspect, and that's what gets people stuck. They be like, you know, I love this person, or I'm attracted to this person, so I should marry them. No, you should sit down and see how compatible y'all are, if y'all have the same goals in mind, if y'all are going towards the same direction, if y'all have the same base of morality, if y'all have the same ideas and, and thoughts about how to raise children, how to build an actual home, how this whole thing is going to work. And it is a full-time job. And a lot of people jump into it thinking that, oh, my feelings are going to save this relationship or this ring is going to keep us together. And that's why we have the divorce rate that we have. Mm. Mm. It's an investment for the future. And a lot of people don't view it as that. But I think that's a good um, good thing that you you said as far as um, something being overrated. Um, and Cody, are you gonna stick with your Drake? Uh... <laughs>
1: being an American.
2: Being an American. Ooh, oh, I'd hell give yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah,
1: yes I'd sir. Give that yes too.
0: sir. Ooh Cody. Oh, okay. Okay. Cody, you ain't that sick today. no No. with you. Uh, yeah. No. I I agree. I agree. One hundred percent with that. Just to add
1: what you were saying though, because you said something about like. Point of it's like to be in a healthy relationship, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'm just like, like, I agree with you, and it's just like you should be work you know still doing the hard work and stuff like that to be in mm-hmm. a healthy relationship yeah. before marriage so yeah. marriage shouldn't be changing anything yep right
2: and you should go work on your healthy self because that's what a lot of people don't do they don't work on their healthy self they think the relationship is going to automatically make them healthy and you got to do the work you got to do work on yourself you got to do work beforehand and you got to do the work while you're in it and after like <laughs> there's no stopping the work it's a constant 24-hour job yeah So for me, I think seafood is highly overrated.
0: Wait, wait. wait. Did you say Christmas, Cody?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, and did you say seafood, Russell? Yes, sir. Holy shit. As someone who used to eat it um, and developed an allergy, I'm like, oh, my overall diet didn't lack any specific nutrients I can't replace with vitamins, but it just... Makes everything smell all weird and shit. Like, um, it's expensive <laughs> for different versions of it, and a lot of people see it as like a status symbol for some reason. Eating high price city food seems rather dumb to me, but to eat their own, I, I think it's really overrated. Okay, okay, I
0: okay, I fuck with that. I'm a lover of seafood. And let me tell you why, though. <sighs> seafood is the food where of oh, the sea, <laughs> Well, the the chicken. <laughs> Shut up, dog. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it is. It's the one food where, okay, I'm a big okay. Now you finna get into some shit real quick. When it comes to meat, pause. I'm not a big meat eater. Again, pause. I don't like meat because of two things: C- fucking cartilage. So like when people eat chicken wings and they clear that fucking bone at the top, bro, there you just ate chicken knee. You're disgusting. Chicken elbow eating ass nigga. I, I, yes, I, I eat boneless. I eat anything. And then, but then I get, then I get made fun of for eating boneless meat. Fuck you oh, niggas. Who give
2: a shit? Right. Exactly.
0: What you want? Fuck them. Yeah. Oh no. It's, oh, it's always trust me. A, a nice chicken tender will definitely be on my plate. It's always chicken been fucking. Chicken nuggets. Yep. Chicken mm-hmm. nuggies indeed. Uh, if you are gonna put, feed me to cartilage, you better grind that shit up. Um, so here's the thing. Fish and seafood are the one thing. I mean, they have bones, but you can cut. You know, eat fillets. Obviously, all that shit. But the one. Fi- mm-hmm. The one food. They don't got fat and cartilage and all this other shit in between it's not there. And so I don't have to worry about biting the fish if it's cut, you know, if you cut the bones out. I have to worry about biting the fish and getting a fatty piece of fish or a piece of fish knee. That doesn't exist. You know why? You because, just stabbing the roof of your mouth by the ribs. Hey, man, listen. It get, the, get the right cut fish and you'll be good. But I don't understand, man. Motherfuckers need to eat. The, when they eat, dude, from steak to chicken to all this shit that runs around, dude, And the yacht, we eat the shit with the bones still in there. Like, I don't... It's... Oh, oh, my God. And then the, the amount of processed chicken, like... And that's the thing where they always... They often talk about, like, chicken is, you know, quote, unquote, like, the black people's favorite meat.
2: I hate chicken because it's the, I don't eat chicken like that either. though. Oh, my God.
0: I, I dislike... I mean, I eat you, chicken. Don't get me wrong. I eat chicken, but... The amount of processed chicken, like they the the chicken that they be having, dude. Like you can't buy, don't buy no TV dinner chicken, don't buy no frozen chicken. Just don't buy chicken that's not actually chicken that you're gonna cut up yourself because that shit is nine times out of ten is gonna be spongy. Ugh, that shit is. I think chicken yeah. is overrated. Not
2: cooked to your palate and all that stuff. Yep. But the funny thing is, um, fish has all those same traits. There's really fatty fish. There's really fish that have terrible cuts. Um, there's fish that you really shouldn't eat, but black people seem to really like it. Um, <laughs> it's it's literally like fake fish. Like, they're, they're <laughs> processed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're wow. processed. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. I mean, every meat has those ups and downs or those dark sides that, that they don't talk about. But... Um, it's, it's really just a preference, G. Like, honestly, it's just really a preference. And I brought it up because, uh, it's just for funny that, me no, that, that a lot of, a lot of people, especially black people, for some reason, just see like seafood and, and expensive seafood as just like this status symbol. Uh, we just really need to get out of that materialistic, um, way of thinking. It just, it just bothers me. But here's a follow-up question. What, whom, et cetera, do you feel is underrated and should be more front and center?
0: J Cole, Just fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I don't think J Cole's underrated. Though. I mean, he's one of the best-selling artists, rap artists, of the last ten ten years. But I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Um, I definitely. Well, if we're talking about rap. Royce da 59 should be a lot more important to you people than he really is. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I guess.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, I got one. Yep, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Meditating slash actually working on your mental
0: health. Yes. <laughs> yes i agree i agree um, um aka Cole. okay <laughs> fair enough okay okay well, uh, full circle cycles right circles and cycles <laughs> are underrated um shit okay i'm gonna think i'm gonna, i' because i, I, I kind of like this game um uh russell what do you what do you think i want to hear yours while i'm thinking
2: well um Mine kind of goes all into the rest of my segment, so
0: <laughs> Okay. Okay, well okay let me let me This is
1: like the music segment where you ask us first. Okay, got it fair. Okay.
0: Uh one thing that I think is underrated. Oh my god. Oh sour cream. Shut the fuck. <laughs> you know he don't deal with no white my, sauces, uh, Murder. Murder is uh, is underrated <laughs> at this point. Um no I think um... oh uh shit just in, again in music James Brown I saw something that said James Brown is um mm. like he's James Brown is either um uh, directly or indirectly um responsible for the creation of about six genres of music but we all we got to hear about is the Beatles all day I the Beatles, love the
2: yeah, I heard them
0: <laughs> I love the Beatles don't get me wrong I love a good you know Paul McCartney and fucking John Lennon written um Odyssey but listen yeah, that's a goddamn right statement so I think James Brown um underrated Oh, um, also, uh, fucking, you know, those, the, the, the uh, those little Debbie cakes, but it's like strawberry rolls. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. Those are very yeah. underrated. I think those, don't, those don't get it. Those don't get enough play in terms of the snack cake world. So there, that's that. So I think it's underrated. <laughs> oh, oh, not having diabetes. Very, very taken for granted. You guys should really, if you don't have diabetes, appreciate good health man that's a that's a well, shit it's not man.
2: always <laughs> due to, to good practice so yeah uh, I, some of it is preventable but some of it is it's just like it's just a lot greater so it's like <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: I feel you all right so as far as underrated it's funny uh, that uh cody said this but I said I feel like mental health is something that isn't <laughs> as big as it should be Hashtag cultured.
0: Um, I mean, a lot of people. <laughs> they said mental health, and I said fucking snack cakes. Alright I feel it. Like...
2: <laughs> hey, y'all said a whole bunch of Uh crazy shit. But, uh, Dude, how uh, can uh, you say? And I said seafood, so I'm like, really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> how can they say things that are underrated? Little Debbie cakes, also not having diabetes. Dude, hey, in the same
2: sentence, <laughs> contradiction is <laughs>
1: okay. I'm sorry. I can was... solve your problem real quickly. That'll be twenty five dollars for a copay. <laughs>
2: Pretty much. But a lot of people focus on the outside but don't really connect with the inside as they should. Um, The current trend and focus on surgery to get the shape, size, figure, look that you desire instead of developing that inner strength and to be okay with at least most of you is terrifying to me. Now, in some cases, it is a health thing, so it, it it is imperative that they do that to get... The way off of them to save their life, but a lot of people are just choosing to take the easy way out because they don't want to deal with the hard work. Um, but usually, it's the hard work that keeps you in that that um, that status and that that um, that space that you want to be. Because um, even if you take the you have the surgery, and you take the easy way out. Uh, if your habits don't change, you're going to end up in a far worse position because they've cut on your body to make it fit your mental space. But if your mental space is still that huge person, then you're going to find yourself back there and you're gonna be in a lot more pain because of uh, the, the effects the surgery has on your body. So yes, we as human beings choose you know, our mate and our mates that are our partners and our friends um, through physical view, for the most part, uh, some are most extreme. Uh, but those of us who are true friends uh, develop true connection, um, and do so with our beliefs, personality, morals, and all those inward traits and characteristics that make us who we are. Hmm. You were gonna say something, Cody? Oh,
1: you just said mates a lot, so I said good day.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you so, <laughs> right hey pirate um, right. for the mates um, <laughs> as y'all know I'm a big advocate and supporter of anyone who wishes to improve their health in all facets of health mental physical emotional spiritual financial etc uh, but I think many of us focus on being smaller and not enough on being whole so by all means get your physical health in check work out eat better sleep better and more um, as we stated before sleep is an important part of that health. Um, process because not only does it allow your body to reconstruct itself and, and heal, but it restores your energy reserves. It, it allows the body to do the processes that you can't do while you're doing whatever you're doing during the day. That's
1: enough hard work and perseverance. You too can be an X-Men.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stupid,
2: though. Um, <laughs> but also, like I did, maybe pull away and unplug sometimes, take that day off, <laughs> unwind, read more than you watch, uh, meditate and fortify your mind, find a higher calling to follow and devote yourself to, socialize more, and that doesn't necessarily mean in person as, let's be honest, we need to be prudent with this Amarian variant to not touch right. each other. Um, not there me. are ways to do so <laughs> virtually, by text, etc. um. Find something to stimulate your mind in different creative ways. Um, there's the saying that it takes about an hour or two to learn a new skill, 30 days to develop a habit or routine, and it all begins with a single step, a single action. I've seen this thing on Facebook. It was a post about um, the comparison between those who complain and those who do. It was um, that similar setup. And it was saying that, you know, um, um, take um, $100 to... Um, buy healthy foods. Um, and I was saying that people don't do that, but they'll take $100 to go out to eat and socialize. Yep. Um, it take, take an hour or two to learn a new skill uh, or develop a new talent. And it was like, no, but it was like, take um, an hour or two to either watch a series or something like that. Um, and, and it's all about what you choose to do with your time and resources. Um, so, as I stated before, it just takes a single step, a single action to get you started to go forward.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Take time to look at those things that are costing you more than you really can afford, whether that be money, time, energy, rest, or whatever. I've found um, online a few people who take inventory of their week and make plans for improvement and little changes here and there to improve their quality of life and efficiency of time. It really just takes just maybe an hour or so to really sit and reflect and, and be like, you know, did I do everything I could with this week? Um, was there something that I could have done differently? Um, is there something that I really want to pursue that I haven't been doing so because I haven't allowed myself the time to? Um, taking this inventory per week, per two weeks, per month, uh, however you can fit it into your schedule, I think is a great use of your time to kind of get you back focused and to keep you on uh, a, a specific direction. One spokesman um, I recently saw on YouTube say quite passionately that we spend most to all of our time with the underdog, meaning those who need our help, our advice, our time and our talent. But we don't spend any time with those who can make us rise to a different level, who are at a higher place that we can build connections to and with. And with that, I want to first um, congratulate you, McCoy, on taking some steps in your life to do just that. I want to say that I'm I, I'm very excited and very proud of you for doing so, man.
0: Oh wow, man! Thank I didn't oh God, I'm a little misty here. I didn't know we were gonna uh, do that. <laughs> I didn't know we were gonna give flowers. Well, thank you, Russ. Um, I'm very I'm I'm very happy and excited for you for the things you've done over the last year. I remember I helped you move into a new place, and I like your place, so I, I have quite the Quite the time when I'm there, so.
2: <laughs> <But no. laughs> yeah, will you, will you show up? No, I just went. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, and I do appreciate that, uh, Cody. Also, you're making strides and improving yourself, and I see it um, yeah, in, our sure. in our conversations, um, and our our sure. different interactions, and manning up for the things you want to pursue in your life with your family. Yeah. I'm also very proud of and happy for you as well, man. I.
0: I've,
2: Always. Thank
1: you, and unlike McCoy, I won't try to find something obligatory to request upon you. So. <laughs>
0: no, I, d- you Don't know. force it. This thing's got to come in due time. I'm just teasing. wash your hands. Now, um, <laughs> <What's that? laughs> no, um, uh, no. I do. I did want. I do want to say this since we're giving flowers, Cody. And I said this to you via conversation and text about two weeks ago, man. I've always admired you. Yeah, you many, up. You. You. <laughs> You uh you got heart, kids. And you know you know what I'm talking about. We don't got we don't have to get into detail for the mass public or whatever the fe- whatever the case. But I will always admire Cody, that man is tough as nails on some low key shit. And y'all you know it's funny mm-hmm. because I've been this man's friend, what, like five years now? Yeah, five five mm-hmm. and a half shit. God damn it. Um but like <laughs> half a half a yeah, super old. Half a decade and um what I what I can say about Cody is I always see this motherfucker like if he got if something needs to be said about something, that motherfucker gonna say it. <laughs> no, no matter what, he gonna he gonna stand up. He gonna say what needs to be said. If he don't agree, he gonna say it. Stand up. He could be wrong, Cody. You can be wrong, but he's he gonna speak his piece and, <laughs> and 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 that I got so much respect for that motherfucker for that shit. So yes, definitely.
2: But but not only that, even if he is wrong, he'll come back and be like, hey, you know, I did my research and da 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 da. Yep, yep. So. He'll come to you and... It uh, turns uh, out that
1: Drake does have more slaps than the Beatles, <laughs> but I still don't like him.
2: <laughs> he probably has more slaps in real life, too. <laughs> right. Um,
1: <laughs> I did that. I more slaps than Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: well, depends Yeet. on who's slapping. right <laughs> <laughs>
1: The slappy or the slapper.
2: Right. But there are things that I, I'm working on in my life due to being inspired by you guys and and from this quote that I heard the other day, um, the top of the mountain is the start of the neck, so keep climbing. And the other one is, slow is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Wow. It doesn't have to be the quickest way, or you don't have to be the first, as your goal should be sustainability. Even when buying a car, it should be one that you are able to maintain. The lifestyle you want, it is imperative to figure out how to sustain it. Just making it is not keeping it. Um, with that being said, um, here are a few questions that I've incorporated in my daily routine to keep me focused and keep me centered. So I want to share those with you um, right now. Um, and then, of course, why I kind of say them um, to myself or make note of them every day. Um, one, what are you grateful for? Um, and that's to start the day at a positive base or to end my day on a positive note. Um what does your life look out look like from me? Uh, I mean, re say this, good Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what does your life look like to you a year from now? And that's to always have a goal in mind, mm. keep climbing. Mm. Um, what steps are you taking to get there? To figure out, know, and trust the process, even if I have to tweak it. Um, what is one thing I would do if I could not fail? And that's to make me accustomed to setting uh, more powerful and even maybe some scary goals. Um, and then the last one is, um, how am I feeling right now? And that's the practice to be in the moment and to be more self-aware, to make sure I unclench my whole self as we unknowingly tense ourselves in preparation for which, for whatever's coming, for whatever's happened. Um, and that mm. actually burns more energy than we realize. So that unclenching your jaw, uh, relaxing your shoulders, um, Part, they teach they teach you part of this stuff in different meditative uh, practices or meditative practices um, to kind of relax your whole body because you're actually really tense in a lot of places you don't regularly recognize because it's become your body's routine so you're used to it which you shouldn't be.
0: Wow. Holy shit! I just I just like felt like I just untensed my shoulders for a second. I was like, what the fuck.
2: Yeah, it's really prevalent, like in the face. Like your jaws are clenched, like you might feel like a strain in your cheeks, and, you're, and it's it's crazy when you when you realize it and recognize it. Cause when you release it, you like, yo, like I feel a lot lighter <laughs> than I just did. Um, so this comes to the end of of my section. I hope this helps somebody listening, even just to think about these things and find some deeper understanding of yourself or set some goal that you were maybe previously apprehensive about. You get one life. Live it well, prudently, courageously. Don't stop. Get it, get it.
0: Take that, take that. I also would like to say, TS, you are no longer here with us. I mean, like, you're here. You're, like, not dead. But what I'm saying is, you're no, you don't, <laughs> you're long, you no longer do the pie with us. But we are very, I am very, very uh, proud of you, too, because you made, you were the first one of the group to, We've all talked about moving to go to the Bucks game this year. Right? He's like,
2: "Fuck this shit, I'm out."
0: <laughs> he went moved to Houston, and um, what? Truth is, and he can. There's stories, and I'm sure there's some pictures somewhere about it. I cried like a baby. I got like drunk, and we drank like a handle of vodka, um, one night, and I cried like a baby, like an entire night in his apartment because I didn't want TS to. And I, I don't give a fuck what y'all think about me. I give two shits. Y'all can suck my dick, but I cried because I was like, "Damn, T-, me and TS will always." always been in the same city we've always been near each other that was like my that's my you know my ace you know what i mean like with the ice, all that shit and when i realized he was like dead ass i'm, I'm leaving i was so scared well, like, no. i was like bro this nigga finna leave me bro <laughs> What the fuck? Like, what? and but but it was good because uh for one he you know he got to kind of go where he wanted to be um mm-hmm grow a little and it, and it was kind of a good catalyst for me. it was something good for me to see because mm-hmm. I too had talked about moving but he said some stuff in stone where, I saw where he like okay well I had to save this much I had to do he was really the shout out to that nigga cuz he was really the blueprint for how me and my shorty like him and his wife were we we always knew we had to save to move and shit but like we, they kind of gave us some numbers and shit like that to aim for it was very it was very beneficial for my nigga to move first mm-hmm. because I was able to pick up some of that shit off you know how we always did we always kind of mm-hmm. maneuver with each other and so I had to pick up some of the shit he did and I was like okay boom we got to be you know me and I were like okay well they say this you know we got to say you know at least this because we had to go on here all that shit it was great so shout out to TS for following his dreams and moving and shit um, he really
1: like they followed his dreams like he knew he had a lot of good reasons of yep. why he wanted to move and where yep Yep. and there's I remember a lot of obstacles that came up, and he's like, "Yeah, that stinks," but no, we we said that we were gonna do this On this day or this COVID time period, and we're still gonna do that.
0: Covid happened. Covid happened in the midst of that final year, and he was like, "Yeah, nah, we we still going out about here though." I thought Covid happened. Man, Covid happened, and I was like, "Oh, so that means y'all not moving right?" He's like, "Oh yeah, no, nah, we still moving." I was salty as a bitch. I was like, "Oh,
2: okay, cool, whatever." <laughs>
0: so, nah, shout out to that man. Um.
1: I left my knife in some, one of his tires, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's cool, but, you know, yeah. my, my girl's got a car, too, so.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> um, I'll just leave mine here. And speaking of TS, there's something that he used to do with this pod that I've kind of picked up on, which is giving a uh, fucked-up story of the week. So, this is actually about—this story's about a month old, but, hey, um, a broken toilet on SpaceX capsule means that astronauts will be returning to Earth in diapers. exactly that's how they feel in those diapers um the journey back to earth from (laughs) this is hilarious i'm not even say why it's hilarious but the journey back to earth from space is never easy but the astronauts aboard the spacex capsule coming home monday will have an extra challenge to deal with no working toilet the four members of spacex crew and again this is a this is a month old so they're home now so there might be some memories about this but The four members of the SpaceX crew Dragon Endeavor will be wearing diapers as they they splash down in order to prevent anything else from splashing too. The crew for this mission, known as Crew 2, has been at the International Space Station since April and have spent nearly 200 days in space. It's been a very, very intense mission. A lot of things have happened, said uh, Expedition Commander and French astronaut Thomas Pesquet (laughs) in a press conference over the weekend. Over the mission, they conducted a series of spacewalks installing solar panels to upgrade the, hold on a second, station's power grid. Grew the first green chili peppers in space and made tacos and even hosted a private Russian film crew.
1: But why is it called chili if it's served hot? (sighs)
0: Shut up, Cody. The SpaceX capsule is currently (laughs) scheduled to undock from the international space station on monday mind you this article was written november 7th so we're i'm far behind but fuck it afternoon and return monday night although all of that is dependent on the weather all in all the four crew members could spend up to 20 hours in the capsule from the time that it hatches that the hatches excuse me are closed until they open again on earth this weekend's press conference They left as men they came back as babies (laughs) right they time traveled uh, in this weekend's press conference, NASA astronaut Megamith McArthur confirmed that the toilets onboard Dragon Endeavour are broken. Of course, that's the suboptimal, but of course that's suboptimal, but we're prepared to manage. She said with a smile. Space flight is full of lots of little challenges, and this is just one more that we'll encounter and take care of in our mission. This is not the Near first piece. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I don't know when you're done.
1: You no, know, you can be you
0: on. Know. Uh, this is not the first toilet issue on SpaceX Dragon Capsule, on the SpaceX Dragon Capsule. An alarm went off on SpaceX all-tourist flight earlier this year, signaling, signaling, uh, signaling a problem with the onboard waste management system. <laughs> Bill Gerstein, Gerstein, I don't know how to say his last name, I'm not going to try A vice president at SpaceX later said in a press conference that the spacecraft's (laughs) urine storage system had been disconnected in flight, allowing pooled urine to enter a fan system. Holy shit. Literally, it didn't cause any major problems on the flight. A similar problem was then found on Crew 2's capsule which is why it has been taken offline for this return journey home. NASA and SpaceX engineers say that they did extensive tests to make sure that the urine leak from April, when the crew was last in the Dragon capsule, would not have harmed the spacecraft over time.
1: That was longer than the music segment.
0: <laughs> Anything you want to add to that, Cody? Snapple factor yeah your space
1: fun fact is there are more trees on earth than there are whales and sp- I mean more trees what? on earth than stars in the Milky Way galaxy wow really huh. so don't talk to us about your ruining environment I need my papers and my <laughs> I'm just kidding
0: Oh, man. And that, everyone, has been episode 105 of Not Politically Correct. It's a little shorter than usual, but hey, a nice, solid hour episode for you guys is all you really need to know how cold we are at this shit. It's your boy, RumaCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God. You can find me on Twitter, McCoy,
2: KPZ Cody, uh.
1: I am Cody.
0: Russell.
2: That's the rest of us. All right, let's go. <laughs> Bye. Damn.
0: And on that note, gang!